French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. What is up, Southeast Louisiana? It is play-by-play coming to you live today on this Friday. Casey Gisclair here. Hope that everybody's doing extremely well today. Hope everybody's having a great day. A lot of folks get off early on Friday. If you're listening to us live from the office desk, just know relief is on the way. It is almost the weekend, and I hope everybody is in line to have a wonderful Southeast Louisiana weekend or Heck, there are some folks who are out of town. Hope you're having a wonderful Biloxi weekend or Gulf Shores weekend or Houston, Texas weekend or Destin, Florida or wherever you are choosing to spend your weekend. We hope that it finds you with great prosperity and a wonderful, wonderful time that will be had for everyone involved. We want to thank our sponsors today for allowing us to be here. The Blue Boot Rodeo, Southland Dodge and Homa industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name do friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs buzz off the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results and golden motors where price is priority proudly supporting south lafouche athletics and community youth sports organizations a reminder tomorrow join us for the sports corner at 10 o'clock presented by terrebonne general health system stan gravois and myself for the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts. As always, we're presented by Terrebonne General Health System, but we're sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company, so we thank everybody for being a regular listener to the Sports Corner as well as being a regular listener to our show here today, um, Monday through Friday, which is our play-by-play. we got a busy show lined up today at 11.45. It's Friday. You guys don't have to have me tell you who the guest is going to be. You guys know at Friday, or on Friday at 11.45, we have Chandler Guitros, the South Lafouche High School baseball coach. Like These are these are set in stone, right? At 11.45 on Monday, we have Brian Colley. At 11.45 on Friday, we have Chandler Guitros. On the Wednesdays at 12.15, we have Taylor Griffin. On Tuesdays at 12.15, we have Stan Gravois. So, yeah, we try to keep the schedule the same. We try to keep you all in a routine. Chandler Guitros will be joining us at 11.45 to talk some tarpon baseball, maybe a little tarpon football and all of the different things that uh, he's involved in, uh, doing a great job as a very, very busy man over there at South Lafourche High School. Then at noon, we're going to Audible. We're going to you know, go to an interview that we were hoping to get yesterday, but that we couldn't get. Mustang Mike Beetle was out in Baton Rouge, and he was busy and you know doing things in meetings, whatever it may be, and we ended up not being able to make it work with him yesterday, but we are going to make it work with him today. We've got him at noon. They've got a wrestling show out there in Morgan City tomorrow. It's actually their, you know, prized event, their their summer event that they always look forward to having every summer. So we'll have Mustang on at noon to talk about that. At 12.15, we're making a trip out to Florida. We're going to Orlando. We're going to have Damien St. Pierre with the South Lafouche Flash. The Lady Flash won the state championship a couple weeks ago. Remember, Damien was telling us about that. 
now they are out in Florida trying to win the United States Championship. Um, man, they've got a good team. I'm telling you, don't go over there and expect all, oh, you know, they'll just be content to be the state champions. No, those young ladies are going over there expecting to win it all. And they're got, they've got a great opportunity to do so. They're very well coached, and they're going to be in great position to make some things happen. The bottom of the show, I'll get our weekend predictions. There's a whole lot going on. I'll make some predictions about the British Open. Make some predictions about maybe LSU football. I think that their you know recruiting wave is going to continue. Perhaps maybe some MLB predictions and whatever it may be. And then at the bottom of the show, we'll get you your picks. To we hope could uh, lead to prosperity. Man, I got to tell you, look, we had a great June making picks. Right, like we were on fire. On Patreon, we were going three and two, four and one, five and zero, oh, just about every day. We were on fire. July has been a cesspool of ineptitude. We have not had a very good July. I'm look. I'm not going to be the guy that that you know. There are a lot of folks on social media, or whatever, and they they talk about their picks and they only tell you when they win. I'm not going to be that dude. I'm going to tell you out front. July has not been a great month of prosperity for us over in Vegas, but that's just means it's an opportunity to turn things around. Today is the 15th. We're midway through the month. We're going to make the second half of the month better than the first half of the month, which it certainly couldn't be any worse. <laughs> it could, certainly couldn't be any worse than what it was in the first half of the month where we've had a lot of two and three days. We've had a few three and two, four and one days, but we've had a lot of two and three days, a lot of days where this is the worst, right? You're betting an over and under. Well, let's say you take under, and it's under eight, and it's like two to two, or no, let's say it's a two to one in the seventh inning. Like you're thinking, oh man, I got this. Team gets a cheap run in like the eighth or ninth inning, makes it two to two. Then it goes to extra innings, and because of that new extra innings rule, where a guy starts on second base, like the team in the top half of the tenth inning scores like six runs, and then you go over. I've lost that way in the last month, like a dozen times. A dozen times, and you and here's the thing about sports betting, and here's the why we both why we both love it and hate it. It feels like you never win like that, right? You only ever lose like that. Like there's never a time where you bet over eight and it's two to two going to extra innings, and then it explodes and you end up cheaply winning a game. That never happens, no. But you sure as hell lose like that a whole lot. It certainly feels like so. Anyway, we'll be making our picks at the bottom of the show, and we look forward to that. Look at the calendar, man. It's July 15th, um, which means that we're getting really damn close. And I know we say this every day, and it sounds cliche, but, y'all, we're two weeks away from school pretty much starting over in LaFouche, about two and a half weeks away from that. And I was giving a rundown yesterday, you know, was doing a little bit of newspaper planning and consulting with some of our folks and some of our staff there, and you know, the question was asked that, you know, I told the, the, the staff in, in the, you know, the text message uh, group was like, Hey, you know, things are about to rev up. Like things are about to get extremely busy. And the question was then asked like, you know, okay, well what's coming to which I responded. And, and this is what's lying ahead. We've got, um, okay. We've got middle school football that's starting within the next couple of weeks. They start in early August. Middle school volleyball is about to be starting. High school volleyball is about to be starting. That's all early August stuff. 
Then you get a few weeks into the school year. This football takes a little while to actually get rolling. You get a few weeks into the school year. You start up high school football. Then that means you start up Nichols football. Then that means you start up high school cross country. That means you start up Nichols cross country. That means you start up LSU football. That means you start up New Orleans Saints football. Uh, the, if you guys think that these shows are repetitive right now, it ain't going to be that way a whole lot much longer because, man, we were going to have so much to talk about within the next couple of days and weeks ahead because just the middle school stuff is fun. Like, like we love having Keegan on, and you know, we'll try to get some of the folks from around the parish on to talk about that. No one else is discussing that, but that's kind of where it all starts, right, is, it, is that at those levels. And then, of course, the high school stuff. I mean, that's that's unrivaled. I mean, we're going to have – we've got such big plans for high school during the season. We're going to break down all the matchups and you know try to get both both coaches on for each matchup that we're breaking down. It's going to be an incredible fall, and we look so much forward to seeing how all this goes because I've mentioned this on other shows, and I'll mention it again today. I usually have a pretty good idea – before the season starts, okay, this team's going to be pretty strong. That team's going to be pretty strong. This year, I don't, I don't know. I really genuinely, and I'm not just saying that to try to hype up the shows. I'm not just saying that to build suspense. I don't know. You ask me right now, okay, Casey, how South LaFouche is going to be this year? Usually, I could tell you, yeah, it's going to be pretty good, or eh, it's not going to be so good. This year, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out the first game of the year. I don't know. They're replacing so much. I think they've got a great coach. I think BJ is going to have them in position. If they can't score points with BJ is calling them plays, then you know, then something's wrong. But there, there's a lot of confidence that they'll be strong. There's a lot of confidence that they like, you know, where they play, where, where they stand at the line of scrimmage, offense and defensive line. There's a lot of confidence that they develop some skill guys who could, you know, touch the ball, and make some things happen. I know they really like both quarterbacks there, but until we actually see it on the field. Because there are so many new starters, I I don't know. And the same could be said for everybody else. Chris really likes his team over at Thibodeau. But until they actually go out on the river and, you know, go and play Terrebonne and HL Bourgeois and, you know, compete and score, I don't know. It's going to be a fun year because there's so much unknown. We're going to talk some LSU football in this uh, show as well. Kayshawn Boutte. Um, is going to be wearing the number seven for LSU this upcoming season. I'm going to tell you why. I think that's a big, big deal. And it's more than just the tradition of, you know, the person wearing the jerseys usually good or whatever it may be. I'm going to tell you why I think that is a huge, huge deal for LSU football going forward. And Southland Conference Media Days are next week, and we'll actually be broadcasting those on our sister station across the hall over on ESPN 100.3. Uh, we're talking a whole lot of LSU here as a community, right? It ain't just me, but as a community, we're talking a whole lot of LSU. And I think that there's a storm brewing out in Thibodeau um, because the Southland Conference named their preseason all-Southland teams. Nichols had 10 players on the list. Uh, Colin Guggenheim, you know, Lee Negrado, KJ Franklin, Evan Russell, Gavin Lasang, Perry Gancy, those are all first-team recipients. Then Cohen, Gran- uh, Cohen Grande, Mark Bartholomew, Hayden Shaheen, and Jordan Jackson all are on the second team. We're spending so much time, you know, fixated on what Brian Kelly's going to do. We're spending so much time fixated on how the LSU offense and defense are going to look in the SEC and NIL and Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher and all that drama. We're forgetting the fact that right here in our backyard, we've got a program that is a consistent winner. That is a lot of guys back. 
Nichols is kind of quietly laying in the weeds. You know, they missed the playoffs last year. They were six and five. If they could have just stolen that incarnate word game at the end of the season, I was there. That was a great ball game. They'd come up just a little bit short. If they could have just stolen that one, they would have probably snuck into the playoffs, come up a hair short there. But now I know Coach Rebo is going to have been using that as juice throughout the offseason. Hey, we weren't a playoff team. Let's do that a little bit of extra. Let's get back, you know, to where we need to be. I just get the feeling they're going to be really, really good. And you root for certain guys, right? You root for certain people. You root for, you know, certain situations to work out. You root for a guy like Cohen Grandier, a guy who's going to be a senior going into this season, has been at Nichols a long, long time since the 2018 season he's been out there. And now finally in his fifth season, he's going to have an opportunity to be a regular starter. He's going to have an opportunity to, to take the field with his team and lead that offense. In today's you know, transfer portal, NIL, pollution of college athletics, we're not going to see very often anymore a guy who waits until his fifth year to finally become a starter. So when we have that situation like we have right now, I am rooting, I'm telling you right now, I'm supposed to be impartial and unbiased whatever to hell with that. I'm rooting for Cohen Grandier. I hope he has an awesome season because there are not very many kids anymore who choose to wait it out, who choose to be patient, who choose to put the team first, and who choose to say, you know what, I'm going to just wait my turn. I'm going to be here. I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to get better every day. Sometime my number is going to be called. Cohen Grandier's number is going to get called this fall. He's experienced. He played pretty doggone well last year when he got the opportunities to and I am rooting sincerely for him to have a wonderful season for Nichols. He certainly deserves it. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break. We're going to the Chan Man. Chan Legitro, South Lafouche Baseball, will be on the line. We'll be chatting with him about some things going on over in the Tarpons Baseball Program. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick commercial timeout. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Tiger Rag, three-time Home Depot Coach of the Year, two-time AP College Football Coach of the Year. 
11 seasons at Notre Dame, two college football playoff appearances, and now the head coach of the LSU Tigers, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. What the fadizzle? I know LSU fans will love Brian I'm Kelly. I'm excited. Success follows him everywhere he goes. All he does is win. Winningest coach in Notre Dame history. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there as LSU ushers in a new era on the gridiron. He wants to win a championship. His plan to take this program to the next level I be is the same as ours. Under the bright lights. Not here to taste success. I want to be He's here to sustain on the Broadway stage. Shows where LSU is as a program right now. We have a lot of talent and a lot of talent coming in. Super excited. <laughs> I want the fans here early, tailgating and having a great time and and filling the stadium and being enthusiastic. Find Tiger Rag on newsstands and online at tigerrag.com. RTC, Etel, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, Etel, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEV. Casey just clear here. We are spending our usual 11.45 time slot on Friday with Chandler Guitros. He is a regular here on the program, South Lafouche baseball coach, Coach Guitros. Good morning, my, my friend. How are you, man? Good morning, Casey. Doing well. Yes, sir. We were just kind of joking about this off the air when we were, you know, lining you up. Is not a whole lot going on, brother, baseball-wise. You guys are shut down, maybe getting a little bit of light work in. Football-wise, it's kind of the same thing. It's the calm before the storm, before you guys get the pads on. It's a rare time, I guess, where maybe you could catch up on some of the honeydews and you know maybe make a trip with the family, whatever it may be. What's life looked like for Chandler Guitros in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, that's exactly right, man. It's a, it's a little bit more downtime right now. It's really the, uh, the first I don't want to call it a week off because we did do some stuff with football, and uh, I went to the coaches' clinic this weekend. But as far as uh, coaching responsibilities, on-field stuff, this is kind of the first break I've gotten since January, so definitely embracing uh, the time with the the family. Uh, We actually do have uh, several of our kids who are playing this weekend in a travel ball tournament. I guess it's more of a showcase tournament in Gulf Shores. A lot of our juniors and seniors are a part of uh, a local team, a couple of the – you know, local guys just put a team together as opposed to them going to play with the Hogs uh, just to get more reps for our guys. So they are uh, playing, I guess, their last tournament in Gulf Shores this weekend. So looking forward to keeping up with that on Game Changer. And uh, if anybody wants to watch that SL Tarps BB uh, Facebook group, we'll be streaming it thanks to Mr. Kyle Pierce. Uh, so we'll be tuning into that this weekend. That's really cool, man. I'm glad that you let me know about that. I wasn't aware that was going on. So talk about that, right? Because, okay, you know, when, like, let's say you're a varsity high school football coach, right? Let's say you're, you're B.J. Young. 
when your season is over, your kids are not going play 11-on-11 football for anybody else. You know, when you're Brody Williams and basketball is done, yeah, you guys got, you know, they're playing a little bit of AAU, so they're getting a little bit of that. But baseball is different. Your guys are playing as much baseball for other people as they are for you. And talk about how important it is to make sure that they're making the right decisions in terms of who to play for so that they're not being overused, they're being taught the right way. Like, there's a lot of challenges that go into finding the right fit for a guy over the summer. Right, and, uh, you know, um, Southland Hogs have been doing a great job with a lot of our guys. A lot of our guys have been doing that uh, for the last several years. Uh, This year, I think a lot more of our guys, we didn't have as many varsity players returning, so the biggest thing was getting those kids reps. And I think that – we recognize that, and we want to just them to just get to go play and get a lot of playing time against high-level competition. So, uh, really, the big thing has been getting a lot of reps. They're using the pitch count that we kind of give them through the LHSA. They've done a good job of doing that and uh, making sure nobody's getting overexposed or anything like that. Uh, but the big thing a lot of parents don't realize is, in terms of recruiting, college baseball is not like uh, you know college football where you could get huddle film. We don't have film on our guys that you send out to all these college coaches. So uh, when, when do kids get exposed to, to recruiting? No, no colleges are coming to watch the Salafouche Tarpons play in the regular season because guess what? Guess when the college baseball season is? It's the same exact time. Uh, so we're not getting guys coming to watch our team or our kids play. So in order to get seen by colleges, you have to go to camps and you have to play showcase ball over the summer. That's the only way you're getting seen. Um, so uh, just this past week, we had Jacob Kirill, uh, uh that I heard perform very well at a showcase that BRCC put on. I encouraged our guys to go to that camp because they had a lot of other JUCOs involved, and it's just an, a chance to get exposed and get evaluated. And then that, that was our big thing this summer, getting them reps, but getting them playing showcase baseball where they're getting exposed because, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. High school baseball is a different animal. There is no huddle. Coaches aren't sitting down and watching game film of our kids. You have to get out and go get seen. There's only so much I could do through email or phone calls with coaches. You have to do a lot of that legwork on your own if you want to play on the next level. Very nice. And I don't think that people understand that enough, so thanks for explaining that. Dude, I got to tell you, look, it's 11.53 here. I'm hungry. What, what just finished cooking, bro? I heard the, 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 the alarm go off. What just finished cooking, my man? Man, that was me warming up my last cup of coffee. <laughs> <That's cold laughs> Very good. I was hoping you'd say, like, pizza rolls or something like that. It was like, yeah, man, that would have been beautiful. I wish, man. I'm still in morning mode, man. This is, uh, you know, at, at, uh, during our school year, I'm so used to being up so early. I mean, we, we wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and the way my lunch schedule falls, I'm normally eating lunch at 1030 in the morning. Uh, so over the summer, uh, you know, we take advantage, sleep in. Uh, hey, kids, y'all want to watch a movie or something? And uh, so, yeah, everything just gets uh, started a little bit later. You can stay up with them a little longer. Uh, so summer schedule is definitely different. Very good. So let's talk about your team. I know you were pleased with the way that the summer went, and you said that you know you guys got better throughout the course of the summer. Um, position group wise, you know, do you kind of have an idea of? I, I know that I'm, you know, I'm not going to ask you what your one through nine is going to be, but if you know, hey, I asked you first base, second base, shortstop. Like if I asked you around all the position groups, do you kind of have an idea now of? who's going to be starting in those spots, or is it a situation where there are still going to be some jobs open whenever you guys open up camp in the winter? Uh, look, there's going to be some open competition for spots. You know, um, you know, I think first base is going to be a battle. I, I like what, uh, what Mason Bozegar brings to the table there, but you also have a guy with Camden Bird who's going to push. Both those guys are going to be in the lineup. It's where they're going to play. You know, Mason's going to pitch a lot. 
Um, Mason has the advantage. He, he has the arm. Camden's going through some uh, some therapy with the shoulder uh, to kind of fix his throwing motion a little bit. And, uh, you know, that's going to be a battle there. But offensively, they both can roll. And I think Camden's probably one of our top three bats on our team. And, uh, you know, if he gets his arm right, I think sky's the limit for him. Uh, Mason's going to play a lot. Uh, I think catcher, I think Eduardo's going to get pushed, man. Uh, and Eduardo's another guy that's probably going to be in the lineup no matter what because he's one of our best nine bats where you play him. Uh, he, he's the guy that, you know, it's not just, you know, you waited your turn. You know, you got guys that are pushing you. Uh, so we're looking for the best guy there. And, uh, you know, we'd like for Eduardo to, to win that job. But, uh, you know, we see he's going to get pushed. And, uh, you know, if not, he might be a DH candidate. Um, and, you know, just around the infield, it's more about who's going to be pitching in what spots, uh, how we kind of, uh, you know, move guys around there. Um Different guys, uh, Jacob Pierce had a good, good summer. He's going to factor in. If he doesn't win an infield spot, he might take a corner outfield spot. Brock Johnson's a guy that, uh, you know, talking to Coach Chasson the other day, Brock Johnson's a true 5-2 guy. Um, he's a guy that could, that could play all over the field. He's got a good stick. He could run, good arm. Um, it's where does he factor in. He, he's probably hovering around that 9, 10, 11 range where he's trying to fight for a spot in that lineup. So, you know, it's uh, my philosophy has always been find the best nine bats. I think we have a good uh, idea of who at least that top 10-11 is, um, and then it's figuring out how to match it up on defense. How important, Coach, is it going to be for you in this upcoming season to get off to a little bit of a better start? Because look, two seasons in a row, you guys dug a little bit of a hole, but then had a tremendous amount of firepower to get out of it, right? You know, you guys got hot two years ago and made that run, got hot last year and made that run. This season, is, I don't know there's going to be a team that's going to be capable of winning 10, 11, 12 games in a row, whatever it may be. They're going to be more of a steady, you know, hey, we'll win three out of four type team. How important is it to get off to a better start and not dig yourself into that early season rut again? Uh, look, it absolutely is, and it's going to be tough. We're going to be without two starters to start the season due to basketball with uh, Hayden Kale and Jacob Kirill, and Jacob's arguably our best player. Um, so right now I'm actually deciding whether I want to add a fourth game to that opening week. We still have the – "Quote unquote opening day game open, uh, or if I just want to push that back and say our opening day is going to be at the Cecilia tournament and just play three games that week, just to set us up pitching wise. You know, without guys like Jake and Aiden, guys that are going to eat up a lot of innings, uh, it's going to be tough to play four games in a week. And uh, so uh, I think scheduling smartly is going to be important. Uh, but I, I think you're right. You know, um, you start off the year hotter, you just have a little bit more wiggle room. You know." Uh, and we, we play in a very challenging tournament that opening week with Cecilia, um, you know, bro bridge guys like that. It's important that we find a way to scratch, you know, two out of the three that weekend. Um, it gives you, and uh, we talked last week about that uh, 2020 team. That was one of the more exciting things about it out of the last three years. That's the only team that really came out of the gate with a lot of, you know, firepower. And we, we, we rolled, I mean, seven and two probably should have been eight and one to start that year. Whereas the last two years, you know, we were six and six, and this year, I don't know if people actually recall, we were five and seven at one point this year. You know, uh, so obviously we showed a tremendous amount of grit and character coming back from it. But I think uh, you know we need to be a little bit better in the off season and be ready to go from jump. So I'm going to ask you this. You know, we we've reminisced about some of your previous teams in recent weeks. Now I'm going to ask you to reminisce about teams that you've faced as a manager. Is there any one guy that stands out to you as like you know? Cold sweats, like I never want to have to face this kid ever again. I know there have been a couple of guys that unfortunately have hit us hard in recent years. Is there anyone that stands out more than the others? Like, dude, I don't want to see this guy ever again. Um, 
there are two. Uh, I forget the kid's name from John Curtis. He hit one from uh, Miley Park all the way to the West Bank <laughs> um, off of uh, off of Scott. And, I mean, it was a good pitch. We hit a good spot, and the guy just uh, raked. Uh, the guy that gave me the most nightmares is Cam Trostler from oh, yeah. South Carolina, man. Um, you know, uh, the one, uh, Coach Buck and I talked before. I said, "Bad look, we're not giving him nothing to hit. We're not giving him nothing to hit. We stay in away, away, away. Nothing to hit. And a three-zero pitch. We're throwing uh, a pitch that wasn't a strike. You know, it was not a strike. Um, it was a good eight inches off, and he still found a way to get the barrel on it. And a, a joke about it. He hit the gator on the scoreboard. I think he should have got a free plate of sauce pecan or something like that. Um, but he was just a tremendous offensive player, man, and he gave us nightmares. And uh, they got uh, two guys coming back that I'm, I'm catching the cold sweats already from. That's going to be a tremendous lineup next year. You know, that's crazy, man. And, like, it's going to only be one round of district. And we've, we've talked about this since the season ended and, you know, on and off the air. Everybody's going to be good, man. Everybody's going to have top-quality programs. And you know what? The crazy part of it is, Coach, is that, okay, you, it, it would be easy to say, all right, well, you know, Assumption, South Lafouge, Vanderbilt, Lutcher, South Terrebonne, all these teams, you would think that the inclination would be to say, all right, well, they all had a bunch of seniors. They'll all be rebuilding. You guys were kind of senior heavy. Vanderbilt was kind of senior heavy. But a lot of them other jokers were very underclassmen heavy. And in Lutcher's case, they were even playing like some freshmen. If I'm not mistaken, a freshman won state MVP. So, like, they're going to be good for a long time is what I'm getting at. Yeah, that freshman that won state MVP, those of you who remember the Little League World Series, that River Ridge team, the big stud on that team, yeah, that was him. Oh. Uh, that's, uh, so if you go back and watch that, he was uh, kind of their main guy offensively and on the mound uh, for that River Ridge team. He played out there uh, for his Little League. Um, but, no, you're right. I mean, South Terrebonne, they, uh, they brought a lot of their core group back from the previous year that made a good run. But, uh, you know, I think they were kind of just like us, had a, had a slow start to the season, and then once they got rolling uh, – and those guys kind of caught up and got back to game speed. They were great, and they bring most of those guys back. And we actually open up first week of districts out there on Tuesday, Lecture Thursday. So it's uh, it's going to be bringing lunch pay to work, and uh, you know we got to be willing to go to war with those guys. They're going to present a tremendous challenge, but uh, every team in our district does. You know it's it's an unreal district. Uh, we we're fortunate uh, the last couple of years, man. People, you know, you got to realize we just went 18 and two in the best district in the state for a two-year period. You know, uh, what, what just happened was pretty special. And in order to get back to that level, you have got to treat every game like it's a playoff game. You have to come out with your hair on fire because those guys are going to compete. And, uh, you know, you've got to find ways to uh, score one more than they do. And you know what's crazy, Coach, and I don't think we talk about this enough. This past season, you guys go out to Morgan City, don't play your best. And, like, in the sixth and seventh innings, that was a close ball game. Two years ago, you guys are playing Ellender at home. It's a doubleheader. That's a close ball game, and you like had to rally in the sixth and seventh innings or whatever to come back. This past season, Ellender has South Terrebonne in like a ten inning game, right? But and look, it'd be easy to say, "Oh, that was before South Terrebonne got hot." No, that was like the last game before the playoffs started. So, like, even those little teams that that you know are not making runs to sulfur on any given day could jump up and could bite you and could beat you. Absolutely, and uh, you know that's the beauty of baseball. You know, it, it's uh not always the biggest fast and strongest you got to outplay people you know uh, every day you have got to outplay your opponent and like you i mean dude this summer uh morgan city took it to us we had a couple of guys out we kind of pitched off they beat us like nine to three you know and that's uh i mean if, if you don't show up to play they, they every team in this district every team in this area is so well coached 
And, uh, you know, they just have good ball players all throughout the area. And if you don't show up and uh, you don't have the right approach to the game, you're going to get beat. No doubt about it. Look, brother, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again next Friday, okay? All right, Casey. Have a good one. Yep, that is Coach Guitros doing an excellent job with South Lafouche Baseball. Yo, there's something going on in here. I'm trying, like, if you guys hear me moving around and I don't, there's this ringing that keeps going. Do you guys hear that? Well, I'm asking, I'm talking to you all like you are in the room with me. There's like a computer sound that keeps going off every five or so minutes. Like, boom, I'm not doing that. So if you're listening on the podcast and you hear me moving around, just know that this this random mysterious noise is making me extremely uncomfortable. And I'm, I'm obviously saying this tongue-in-cheek. It's not actually making me uncomfortable. But I'm trying to figure out what the hell it is and how to turn it off. It's play-by-play. Let me get back to doing that. I'll be back in two minutes. Hopefully we have some solutions, but we'll definitely have Mustang Mike Beetle. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Hello friends and family, Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilet also holding tank rentals and portable hand washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Wrestling has more than one royal family. tell you guys all the time i have a like the way that it works here is we have like this big computer and like none of my bumper music is labeled so it's not like okay play by play hulk hogan or play by play kurt angle or play by play you know florida georgia line or you know play by play you know we got the taylor swift song and 
all the songs are either songs that I think are cool or songs that are meaningful to me or meaningful to someone that is in my family. Um, that's why we got that crazy gospel song. You know, it's, it's meaningful to someone in my family. It's meaningful to someone close to me. Um, but I don't ever have like any clue what's about to play next, right? Like I just drag it over, drag it over, drag it over, and it plays like in a rotation. But it's amazing. And I don't know how this happens. It's absolutely amazing. Actually, hold on. Let me let me go to the phone line for one second. Good morning. You are on live. This is Casey Justclair. Hey, Casey Mustang Mike. Oh, hey, buddy. Yeah, I was just about to to apologize. I didn't think we were going to be able to have you on, but we got you, man. That's great. Mustang Mike Beetle, what's going on, brother? Hey, brother, man. So I'm just getting ready for the big show tomorrow. You know, uh, it, it's it's right here one day away, and we selling the last-minute tickets and uh, – and trying to get everything lined up and make sure we're good to go to Rock the House tomorrow night in Morgan City. Bro, 24 hours away from getting in the ring and doing battle. Look, we talk with athletes, we talk with coaches, we talk with all sorts of different people. I'm going to ask you now, because you're an athlete in your own right as a professional wrestler, what are you doing the day before the show to make sure your body's ready, to make sure your mind's ready? Because I know you got to juggle a whole lot of other stuff, but how do you make sure that physically you're prepared for what's ahead? Well, I've been doing this a long time, so I know it's a it's a process that I have to go through. So there's so many things I have to help organize since I'm one of the organizers of the event, putting everything together and making sure the venue's together and everybody's doing what they need to do, the ring and chairs and everything that it takes to be able to organize a whole show. So that took place. Uh, fortunately, we got everything set up. The buildings arranged yesterday. Today, I'm getting my last-minute preparations done. So after 12 o'clock, 1, 2 o'clock today, I'll get in the gym, uh, go get me a nice, relaxing sauna, uh, take me a good shower, get a good meal and everything. And then tomorrow morning is my prep where I go in, get all my stretching done, uh, really, really light weights just to get the, the muscles toned up, not too not too much, you know, to over overdo myself and then get come 12 o'clock tomorrow, it's game face on. Now, you're not going to just be in the ring tomorrow. You're going to be locked in a cage tomorrow. Tell us about the story behind that and then what it's going to be like being in there with, you know, a tough competitor out there in Morgan City. Well, that's the whole thing. It's, it's not just the, the damage that a, that a tough competitor can do. You already have to prepare for that. But the intangibles are being about wrapped up in a 10-foot-tall steel cage. Uh, so the damages that uh, steel can do to flesh, uh, we already know that. And then in there with a, uh, a top-notch athlete, I mean, Mad Dog Gills fought MMA. Uh, you know, he's played tons of sports, rugby, all kind of things like that. So this dude is tough as nails. And then I'm in there with uh, the possibility of having more damage done to my body in a steel cage. So... That's something that you really can't prepare for. You know, the good part about it is I'm in my hometown. Uh, over 600 tickets already been sold now. Uh, we have E.D. White confirmed that they're coming, uh, the football team coming with Coach Kyle, and they're coming to support Mustang Mike. So um, I'm just going to really feed off of what I know, um, you know, from years of it being in the ring and my, my wisdom in the ring and then use my mental toughness with my physical ability to – just turn around and just do everything I can. But the, the adrenaline that I should have with all those people yelling and supporting me, hopefully that's what it does to, to keep myself safe. Winning and losing is one thing, but keeping myself out of harm's way and coming out of that in one piece is what I'm hoping for. 
My brother, a cage match is going to be tough, but a tables, ladders, and chairs match is going to be tough as well. The only thing I know about tables, ladders, and chairs match is that, like you said a minute ago, winning and losing is one thing, but regardless, both of the teams in that match are going to get the hell beat out of them tomorrow in that match. That's the way those matches go. There's going to be a lot of hard hitting. There's going to be a lot of physicality. Tell us about that one, man. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I can really determine what's what's tougher. You know, a, a cage match is one thing, but a TLC, you got, of course, like you said, tables, ladders, and chairs. So, you know, the damage that an aluminum ladder can do, a steel chair, um, you know, going through a table, all those things are, are not something the body's supposed to endure. And then you've got a tag team match, so you can't just – focus on one guy you've got two guys in there you know that you got to keep your head on a swivel so um those guys i wish the outlaws good luck uh on that uh they're facing a tough team the crook mob uh but they've been having this going on just as long as this rivalry with myself and and mad dog gill and uh these two matches uh you know you got to call them you know co-main events because the the danger involved in both of them stream and um uh, I'm just hoping that uh, no matter what, everybody comes out of this safe. You know, it's it, 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 it's a dangerous thing, and you know, I hope the fans come out and support something. And then it's, but overall, it's a great night of entertainment. I mean, you got luchadors on the card coming from Mexico. You got a unification match between the GSW light heavyweight champion and the SEC champion for pro wrestling two two five. The heavyweight champion Minotaur is going to be on the card defending his title, not to mention all the other GSW superstars is going to be there, Jordan Josh, Stone Man, um, you know, and, and more. So it's going to be a hell of a show, and it starts 6 o'clock tomorrow night at the Morgan City Auditorium, and uh, you can get tickets at the door. Doors open at 5 o'clock, $15 for adults, $12 for kids. So I don't know where you can go and get the value of seeing all that for for 12 to $15. Yeah, very well said, brother. Look, you, you, you already said 600 tickets are sold. There's going to be some people walking up. So there's going to be seven, 800, maybe even more people there. What does that do, okay, when, when there's that large crowd and they're into it and they're fired up and then that first note of your theme song plays and the fans go crazy, what's going through Mike Beatle's mind and body and soul and everything of the sort whenever that's taking place? Well, it, it's hard to channel it all because basically – you know, you, you're thinking about what you have to do. You're also nervous about what could happen. Uh, you want to perform to your best, and you know you've got that many people there watching you, every eye on you. So if you got 800 people in there, you got 1,600 eyeballs looking at you, you know. But the good thing about it is, you know, I've been wrestling 27 years, so I've been in a big match, and, um, you know, the adrenaline that just goes through my body and the goosebumps hit as I walk through that curtain and everybody starts to, you know, chant for me is, is something that you really can't put into words. I mean, it's just something that um, hopefully everybody one day can experience in some sort of way because it's just uh, something that comes over you that's just, you know, uh, you can't put into words. It's just um, it's incredible feeling. I listen to a lot of the wrestling podcasts that are out there, and one of the things that a lot of the guys talk about is that to do this and to, you know, like if, if you do this once every couple of months or whatever, they actually think that you're more at risk to get injured than if you do this three, four, five times a week or whatever like some of the other guys do because your body kind of gets calloused or whatever it may be. 
Uh, do you agree with that? Is it a situation where, like, you know, the more you do this, you know, the the better it is on the body, or is it a situation where, you know, hell, I want to limit the damage, you know, and not do this as often? You could look at it both ways. You could be a little more um, ready and prepared because your body is used to going through the toll like like athletes do when they train over and over again. The more they train, the more they adjust their body to be ready. But in the same token, just think if you have an injury and you're trying to train through an injury or something like that. and um, So having to wrestle multiple times could be you know hurtful to your body. So it just depends. If your body is in top-notch shape and you have some matches, I think overall it could help to wrestle a couple times a month. But if you're going through injuries and, and you have some really tough matches and then you got to turn around six, seven days later and do the same thing again, it can, it can be hurtful. So it's, uh, it's just something that we have to go through as athletes and be, always try to be prepared. Of course, you know we're all used to wrestling hurt in some sort of way. You always have a pull or a strain or something going on. So, uh, you know, you just try to hope for the best and and and, uh, and and be prepared as much as possible. Mustang, we thank you so much for the time, brother. Best of luck to you all tomorrow. I know it's going to be a great show. Thank you, my friend. We'll see you soon. Yes, sir. That is Mustang, Mike Beadle. Cajun Heat 6 tomorrow. Morgan City Auditorium. Doors open at 5. Bell time 6. For tickets, 985-518-0433. Or just show up at the door. That's going to be worth your 15 bucks. Telling you now, that's going to be worth your 15 bucks. That's going to be an awful lot of fun. What I was saying before Mustang called is it's crazy. You know, we got all these. And by the way, I did figure out where the computer noise was coming. That's a funny story in and of itself. I'll tell you that later in the show. Gosh, I'm such a knucklehead sometimes. But anyway. Um, so, yeah, I got all this list of bumper songs or whatever, and, like, I don't know what's about to play. I just drag one over, and, like, they're all the same. They're all the same length, and it's all random. But it's crazy how when I have a wrestler on or whatever I'm about to talk wrestling, like, it's always a wrestling song that somehow seems to play. Whenever I'm talking about, you know, baseball, you know, the Florida Georgia Line song play, like, it's great symmetry. It's, it's lined up. It's meshed well. The universe, as the, the hippies would say, is on our side. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break when we get back. Speaking of sunshine, we're going out to Florida. We'll have Damian St. Pierre on the line. His team is trying to win a national championship this weekend, and I tell you, they've got a great shot to do it. It's play-by-play, and KLEB will be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB and 102.7 FM. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Friend Building Materials is inviting you to our 7th Annual Fishing Rodeo, Friday, August 19th, and Saturday, August 20th, in the same spot as always, Bridgeside Marina in Grand Isle. Scales will open Friday with a cornhole tournament at 6 p.m., Saturday's festivities include minnow races for the kids, auctions, door prizes, and more, and we'll have gator coolers for first, second, and third place in each category. This year's benefactors are the Center in Cutoff and Bridge to Independence at Nickel State University. Check out our Facebook page for more details. See y'all there. 
Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Meet our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Just Clear is here. We go to the phone lines for our third and final calling guest of the day, our buddy Damien St. Pierre, coach of Golden Meadow Middle School Boys Basketball, also director of South Lafouche Flash. Coach D, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Hey, Case. Good afternoon. Good, uh, like I just told you during the kind of during the break, man. Good, good segment right there with Mustang, old, old school friend of mine right there. Had to get out the pool to come uh, take this phone call. Got to tell you that. <laughs> so tell us about that, dude. You guys are out in uh, Mickey Mouse land preparing. You know, I know that everybody's having fun and it's light, but it is also a business trip. You guys are there to win it all. We were talking about that earlier in the show. Are the girls ready to rock and roll, brother? They seem focused. Um, you know, everybody, I, like you said, everybody's having some fun and kind of taking it light right now but tonight kind of starts the skills competitions and uh we got games bright and early all day tomorrow and then pool play on on sunday not as many teams as we hope as we as we as we hope for excuse me um we got teams out of alabama florida georgia and we're the only team out of louisiana so we're going to see some different competition and hopefully some some good competition that'll push, push us to play our best basketball but um you know very excited different atmosphere for the girls here it's you know it's a little bit different a little bit uh, of a Florida tropical vibe with, you know, the place that we're staying at. So it, it's different, but I know tomorrow morning, as soon as that, that ball's tipped off, is going to be 100% business. To play well and to accomplish your goals tomorrow, what are some of the things you all have to do? I know that you've told us before that you guys have a lot of versatility, can hit opponents in a lot of different ways, but you've also said, hey, man, like when we're rolling, our defense is swarming and is all over the place. What are some things you all have to do well tomorrow to succeed? So – Coach Brad Terrebonne and I, my assistant, were talking about that last night. You know, he he he, he worries more than me, and you've coached with me, so you can about imagine how poor guy how, how he goes. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so he's, he's he's saying, man, you know, if we if we run into a team that's bigger than us and and you know a little stronger than us, which has happened in the past, you know, we may have some issues, but at the same time, you're gonna have to have three to four guards that could take the ball up the floor. Um, you know, we stress make at least three or four passes in the front court before we before the other team can cross half court. If we're doing that, we're slowing everything down. We're probably taking them out of their game. You know, we're, we're really, really guard heavy, and we have some extremely talented guards that are smart, share the basketball. And, um, you know, our, our our big girl, Adeline LaFarge, she has come, on, come so long, so far, and she's playing some of the best basketball she, that she's ever played. So right now, you know, if we run into, you know, some teams with some bigs, I, doesn't scare me as much as it did at maybe the beginning of the season. So that's kind of what we're going to do. We're going to put some pressure on you. Uh, we're going to try to get easy buckets, and that's been our our recipe for success the entire season. And you know, sitting here and I kind of did some math last night. You know, sitting here twenty four, twenty five, and three on the season, only losing to one team. Uh, and then seeing the rankings that kind of came out yesterday, or the power rankings for YBOA, which is more of a girls heavy league. Uh, you know, being ranked second nationally and first in the state. I didn't share that with the girls, but I'm sure the parents did. So maybe a little a little pressure on us at the same time. But from what I've seen so far, I think we're going to be okay. You guys move from your uh, 
summer season after this weekend to your rec season, which is going to be revving up, God willing, if we don't have any storm or anything, hopefully we'll have a normal year. What are the the updates that you could give us on that? Do you guys have sign-up dates you know, figured out, or what are some things we should be expecting to see on the biddy side of things here in the next couple of weeks? So we haven't had anything official, but kind of we, we run our league. This is going to be my 11th year involved in the league, and we kind of have a template for success is what I like to call it. So we're always going to, we're always going to be taking, taking registrations live at the Cutoff Youth Center uh, the second and third week of August, Tuesdays and Thursdays, so that, that won't change. So I don't have a calendar in front of me, but the Tuesdays and Thursdays, the second and third week of August is kind of our live time. Um, every, everybody's doing everything virtual at the moment, so we'll definitely have probably August 1st we'll kind of roll that out. We're kind of waiting on a few things, Casey, and I could, just something that I kind of wanted to talk about. You know, Lockport, now I'll give them a shout-out. They, they've merged, and now they have Central LaFouche Biddy, and South LaFouche Biddy, as you know, has kind of taken over, not kind of, they have taken over the Go to Meta Biddy program, the Galliano Biddy program, and now the Cutoff Biddy program. I've been in touch with some LaRose Biddy program uh, board members over the past couple of weeks. The last three years we have gone above and beyond trying to get this thing together because I just think it's, that's, that's the best way to competition um, and just the development of the kids. I think sometimes maybe maybe a, the adults got to get out of the way of the kids. So we're hoping that, that we can come together on that. And I'll, I'll just I'll get on my soapbox a little bit. You know, it's, that's something that Southwood Biddy has been trying to do over the last three to four years. And we were very, very close a couple of times, but it always seemed to run into that kind of last minute headache. But now we're ready. And I'm a public to say that, that, you know, we're, we're more than ready to merge and have that, that LaRose Biddy and Southwood Biddy program come together this season. Very nice. That's interesting. I hope to see that happen. That's certainly something that I think would, would be uh, best served for everybody involved. Let's talk about this, man. Um, there's all this drama. I've been asking people throughout the last several weeks. You know, Kevin Durant wants to go this place and that place. Should the Pelicans be interested? And, and, and then the next part of that is, how much do you think he has left to offer? He's 34. He's been injured. He doesn't seem to be happy anywhere he's been. How much does he have to offer? And if the offer comes to New Orleans and it's reasonable and it's responsible, should the Pelicans dive in? I'm saying no. I think we're trending in, in the 110% right direction. I don't know if we if we're if we're gonna get there in the next three, four, or five years, but I, somewhere near there, kind of like the seventy sixers deal. You got to trust the process. I think Kevin Durant, immediate success, probably so, but you could tell in that last season, maybe even the the, the season that after he was hurt, it, I don't know if he was the same. He didn't have that same maybe that that killer instinct, especially last year. I think year before last, he did. Uh, he kind of carried the team on his back, especially late in the game in Game Seven. Uh, whenever they, whenever they, whenever the Nets went out, but this year it just seemed a little bit different, a little bit slower, and you know, Father Tom is is always the number one seed. Yeah, that's that's I've never heard that one before. That's very well said. I, all week long, we've been kind of reminiscing, right? There's not a whole lot of live sports going on. We're just kind of preparing for what's ahead. I've been asking all of my calling guests throughout the course of the week to share the stories of some of the wildest places they've been as a player or as a coach. You've coached a bunch of different places, dude. You've coached all around the South and in Texas and in Florida and all over the place. You've also coached just about everywhere in high school, you know, as an assistant, wherever it may be, and also some middle school and bitty stuff as well. What is the wildest thing that you have seen on the bench coaching, and what's the wildest environment you've been in? Case you were with me at this time. I think it was my maybe my second or third year being an assistant in the Bryan College at South LaFouche. I think maybe we were the, you know, th- around that 30, 31 seed. And we had to travel to Algiers to car and to talk, just to excuse the background noise. We got a lot of a lot of things going on here. Uh, you know, the bus broke down and and 
just getting the car and then seeing, getting in the gym, seeing the facilities, exactly not what we're used to. You know, being in that in that that locker room area where I don't really know how to explain it. Not the best, not the best in the world, you know. And then you walk out there, and the gym's packed, and it's a small gym, and then they got a fifty-piece band on top of that. And then, <laughs> you know, being being that 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 hot, very very, you know, high high seed, low rank seed, but high seed, um, you know, intimidated a little bit. I, I don't get intimidated very much, but I can tell you that, you know, that that definitely peaked in my mind, and the players were intimidated. And I know you guys had issues with the broadcast being the band was right in your ear, but definitely. Playoff game in court. I don't remember the, the exact year, but it was it was the year of Trevor Repstock and and Thomas Russo. That was that was their senior year and Nikolai Lombos and, and whatnot. Uh, that was definitely uh, the most memorable environment that we've had a chance to that I've had a chance to coach in. Uh, down seventeen, nothing, you know, right at the tip, and you know, just played even with them the rest of the time. But definitely an intimidating environment for sure. Look, everything about that was crazy, right? And that, that was one of the things that Taylor and I talked about on Wednesday. We definitely mentioned that game. Like, the bus couldn't just break like in Des Almonds, right? Like, it had to break on the top of a bridge in New Orleans at 5 o'clock. So like, it couldn't just break on the side of the road. Like, we had to do it big, right? Break at the worst possible place. Uh, it, that was unbelievable. And then trying to scatter, scatter the coaching staff and, you know, everybody that rode with us there and the players jumping on the cheerleader bus and then having to, to walk in there. And then I was talking to, uh, to David Abair earlier, who was, who was, who was actually riding on the bus with us. And he, he mentioned walking in there and them having a line of people already waiting to get in the gym. It's just the, the whole situation. And just knowing how good that car team actually was to, I, I you know, obviously a, a top seed in the, in the, in the state, but just knowing how good they were and, and seeing the environment and dealing with that, that was a, that was, that was an interesting, interesting time, and I can tell you what—that's a memory that'll last for, for, for the rest of my life for sure. <laughs> you're you're very optimistic about your middle school team, man. You guys were super young last year. We're kind of getting the foundation laid, and you kind of told me off the air, and hey, man, look, we're, we're we've got something. We we're very excited. How have those boys looked over the summer, brother? Man, so at Golden Medal, we're kind of doing uh, like open workouts. So pretty much anybody in the school that's interested in basketball can come out and go through drills and, and learn the game. So we've had almost almost perfect attendance with kind of those those guys that are, that are coming up, my eighth graders this year, uh, and just locked in, man. It, it's something different that, that we didn't have last year. I know I got in there a little bit late last year, and I think I didn't realize the, the culture we established in the time that I was there. And I was kind of, you know, maybe had a negative outlook coming here. Hey, we got to start again. But we, we're, we're, we're three steps ahead of where, where, we, where we would be normally. Um, these guys grew over the summer. We have some athletes, and it's not kids that play basketball 24-7 or 365 or have maybe 10 years under their belt coming in from Biddy. It's just guys that are athletes, and last year I think you know, we took some lumps, and we talked about it a lot last year. I thought we were getting better and getting better and understanding the game and, and expectations, and I think we're starting on a different level this year, and we have a, a great group of young kids that are coming in that have that basketball experience. I don't know. I guess it's cycles. Everything's in cycles here. But we have a lot of younger uh, six, incoming sixth graders that have played a lot of basketball. and they, Some are playing year-round. Some have played in the all-star level. And that's something that at Golden Meadow I haven't had a whole bunch of in my, in my, my, my two years that I've that – my year before that I was there and then, you know, ha- having been there last year. It's a little bit different. So it's going to be a little bit different vibe at practice. It's going to be a little bit different vibe around school. And I, I think we're gonna, we'll be able to compete. Very good. I'm happy to hear that, dude. 
Before we let you go, man, you guys are out in Florida. You're playing, you know, a big, you know, fun tournament, and the kids are going to remember this for as long as they're around, you know, all that good stuff. Is it a little bit sad and a little bit bittersweet for you? Is that like, hey, this is the last weekend. This group's going to all be together. Y'all have had such a great summer, and, you know, most of these kids, even since Biddy, and I know they're not going anywhere. They're going to just go up to another age group or whatever, but with every time that you jump up to a new age group, there's another player or two who comes in or another player or two who may go out. This particular group right here, this is the last time they're going to play together for a while. Does it almost become a little bit bittersweet that it's the last time the band's going to be together? Absolutely. And you, you, you just talking about that, I, I have goosebumps. It's the togetherness that we've had, even over our, our team mostly is, a, is our Betty team. You know, for, you know, I'll say 90% of this is the same kids. And that's the reason that we're together. You know, we have a, I'm going to say, um, we kind of, we had our group and then, we, we met a few others, and then we bonded as a family. Not only the kids, the parents. I mean, you know, it's just staying together, eating together. And that, that's something that don't happen overnight, that, that happened overnight for this for this group. And it's, it's something special. And like exactly like you said, you know, next year, um, you know, some of us will go up, some of us will stay down. It, it, it won't be the same because, I mean, the world changes every every second. But, uh, you know, just we're trying to enjoy this. And we had, a, we had a great bitty season. We had a great AAU season, our travel ball season, and, we're trying to we're definitely want to uh, end it on a high note, but as you said, it, it is a little bit bittersweet, and I know a lot of the, the parents and the, and the kids are listening right now. Um, just know Coach D enjoyed every every second of it and enjoyed the ride, and I'm going to enjoy every second of this national tournament and uh, holding up that, that, that national championship trophy is going to be uh, – we won't, won't be worried about the bittersweetness. We're going to be worried about the sweetness. <laughs> I got a listener question. You know this is going to be good. <laughs> a listener. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> a listener question from a guy I'm going to give you, uh, let's just say from uh, from the fire, who wants to know what time does the pool close out in Florida? <laughs> Apparently it's a 24-hour uh, deal, but I, from what I understand, if you jump in at 2 a.m., anybody that's coming after you got to let them know if the pool's closed. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like a winner. Thanks so hey, much hey, for the time, hey, dude. Hey, before I let you go, i got to tell you something. and It coincides with exactly what you just said. I woke up this morning, and I definitely ate some pizza this morning. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. I got a quick job for you. Keep my guy Carlton out of trouble over there, okay? I'm going to try. I hope he's listening right now, right now man. Yeah, you, him and I have been talking all morning. <laughs> Take it easy, brother. Thanks, Jake. That is Damien St. Pierre. The last 30 or so seconds there got off the rails. If you guys only knew some of the stories that we could share. Heck, maybe we will share them someday. You never know. Let's catch a break here on play-by-play. When we get back, we're going to get our weekend predictions here on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. It's pouring out there, y'all. If y'all hear any background noise, that's not anything we're doing in the studio. That's Mother Nature rocking house. It is storming. There's lightning and thunder and rain. It's it's a mess out there, y'all, so be safe on those roads. We'll be right back with our weekend predictions on KLEB. When your blood pressure is high and your amperage is low, have your batteries charged here and watch yourself go on the Rage and Cajun, 1600 AM and 102.7 FM. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. If you have a pest control problem, 
Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Tiger Rag. Three-time Home Depot Coach of the Year. Two-time AP College Football Coach of the Year. 11 seasons at Notre Dame. Two college football playoff appearances. And now, the head coach of the LSU Tigers, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. What the fadizzle? I know LSU fans will love Brian Kelly. I'm excited. Success follows him everywhere he goes. All he does is win. Winningest coach in Notre Dame history. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there as LSU ushers in a new era on the gridiron. He wants to win a championship. His plan to take this program to the next level I be is the same as ours. Under the bright lights. Not here to taste success. I want to be He's here to sustain on the Broadway stage. Shows where LSU is as a program right now. We have a lot of talent and a lot of talent coming in. Super excited. <laughs> I want the fans here early, tailgating and having a great time and and filling the stadium and being enthusiastic. Find Tiger Rag on newsstands and online at tigerrag.com. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. I got something that I want to vent about. First off, I owe a debt, debt of gratitude to my man Damien. I owe a debt of gratitude to my man Mustang Mike and also to Chandler. We so much appreciate their time. I'm in the wrong job. 
Um, Truck, if you're listening, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing this because I'm, I'm pursuing a career change, right? I am pursuing an opportunity to do some other endeavors. What I mean by that is this, okay, right? Like my, my job here, I'm a newspaper reporter and I'm also a radio, you know, host and commentator and like at the newspaper, I've got to be right. Like I got to provide facts and you know, I've got to be accurate. And if I say something that's wrong, like people will ream me about it. Like they'll, they'll email me and text me and call me and man, why'd you screw this up? And you know, whatever it may be. I today, we are July the 15th. I am declaring right now, I am going back to school and I am getting my degree to become a meteorologist. Or hell, do I even need a degree to be like, how does this work? Because here's the reason why I'm frustrated about this, right? All week long, Monday through Thursday, I'm told every single day while watching the news, dude, don't make any outdoor plans. There's a disturbance in the Gulf. It's going to rain. You're not going to be able to do anything. You know, there's a flood risk, a level two flood risk. Some areas are going to receive as much as 10 inches of rain. It's like all week long. I, I'm deciding like, look, I'm not going to go and make plans to go play golf at the park. I'm not going to go because it's going to rain, right? So I am canceling all of my plans. 2.30 comes along, it ain't raining. 3.30 comes along, not raining. 4.30 comes along, it ain't raining. 5.30 comes along, still no rain, still dry. By the time 6 o'clock comes around, I'm just pissed off and like to, to hell with it. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, my plans are busted. It's too late to do anything. All week long, we did this. All week long. Now today, we get to Friday. I watched the news last night, Thursday night. I'm told by the weatherman, Oh, it's going to be a great weekend. There's going to be scattered uh, storms, but the disturbance in the Gulf is mostly gone. There's like a just a 30 or 40% chance of rain. I'm looking out of the window right now. It looks like our office building is about ready to hit an iceberg, and we're about ready to sink. It looks like the end of the world outside right now on a day that it was not supposed to rain in a week where it was supposed to rain all week, and it never did. I'm going to be a weatherman. I'm going to be a weatherman. In baseball, they say it's such a beautiful sport because you could fail seven out of ten times and still succeed. Meteorology, you could even have a lesser batting average than that. You could bat 200 in that profession. All you got to do is get the weather right one day out of the week. Oh, and here's the kicker. You don't even have to... Like when things go wrong, you don't even have to take responsibility. You just say, oh, the models were wrong in predicting that one. Ha, that's weather. That's life. Oh, I'm so stressed out by this right now. I was supposed to go play golf this afternoon. Now, I I may be water polo, maybe diving. Like, <laughs> But there's about ready to be uh, two feet of water on the ground outside of our studios. Maybe I could do uh, deep water diving, maybe canoeing. God, I'm in the wrong field. I'm in the wrong field. I need to become a weatherman. That's too easy of a job. That's too easy of a job. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Uh, let's go ahead and get our weekend predictions for some things that we expect to see in the world of sports over the weekend. Um, I think, and this is prediction number one, 
I think the scoring is going to continue to be low, 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 low over at the Open Championship. The lead right now is 13 under par through two rounds. I don't see that reversing. I don't see that changing. The course just cannot. And it's, you know, it's sad because the the St. Andrews is such a beautiful course and it's such a historic course. So much of golf history has happened on that course. I don't know that we could keep having major championships there without some changes to the layout. It's an older course, so there's a lot of shorter holes, like 370-yard par fours and par fours that could be, you know, you could drive the green. There's a lot of eagle putts. And if the weather's not bad, the course just can't keep up. If the weather's not bad, these guys are playing because the fairways are extremely wide. They're playing, you know, driver off the tee, bomb it down there. I got a wedge in my hand. I'm making birdie almost every hole. We're 13 under par right now as the lead score, and we've still got some big dogs who are on the course chasing it. McElroy is at nine under par. He's still got uh, seven, eight holes left in his round. The low scoring is going to continue. We're going to see the winning score here, barring a drastic change in the weather. The winning score is going to be at 20, 22, 23 under par. I don't like that for a major championship. Love the course, love St. Andrews, but uh, I don't like that for a major championship. The next weekend prediction, and it involves the Open. I think the Live Golf guys are going to keep doing well. Dustin Johnson's in third place right now. He's nine under par. I think that first major championship where they were competing, which was the U.S. Open, I think there was a little bit of nervous energy. I think that's starting to get knocked off a little bit, and those guys are starting to play better. There are a few of the guys on the board. I think we're going to see a live golf guy or two bust into that top 20, that top 15. They're going to make the cut, and I think that they're going to have some good weeks. Let's talk some MLB here. Our next weekend prediction is going to come from the world of the MLB. I think that, um, I think that the Toronto Blue Jays are going to blitz the Royals the next couple of days here. The Royals, though they did win yesterday, though they did, they did make my betting pick look silly yesterday, they're just too shorthanded. Kansas City's without 10 players. They're not a good club to begin with. They're 36-53. and 53. The Blue Jays, I think, over the weekend are going to hammer them. If you're looking for some opportunities to um, make a little cash, I'm hitting, I'm hitting Blue Jays' run line every single day the rest of the series, including today. I think that they'll take care of it. Next baseball prediction that I'll make is this. I think that the Yankees, look, the Yankees got beat up on a little bit last weekend by the Red Sox. They're playing again this weekend for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think Boston's going to get their comeuppance this time. I think the Yankees are going to get revenge. I think the Yankees are going to win at least two of the three games, if not sweep the series. Um, New York doesn't take kindly to losing. <laughs> They're 62-27 and 27 on the season. And they really haven't played all that well lately. Like, like They struggled with the Red Sox. They didn't play very well against the Reds. They lost two of three against the Reds. They could have gotten swept by the Reds, to be honest with you. But Cincinnati kind of controlled all three of those games and just kind of gave one away late. I think that now that they've had that little splash of water to the face, I think that they're going to battle back. I think they're going to play better this weekend. They got some pretty favorable pitching matchups, and I look for the Bombers to take advantage of a Boston team who comes into the game or comes into the series scuffling a little bit. Next prediction. I think LSU football is going to get a commitment or two. Why wouldn't I think that? They've gotten a commitment or two just about every day for the last, you know, since they had their recruiting weekend, right? They got another commitment yesterday from a three-star offensive lineman, a guy who a lot of recruiting analysts say 
is going to eventually become a four-star. He's really growing into his frame and everything of the sort. I think the Tigers are going to keep rolling. I think the Tigers are going to keep that momentum. And I truly believe this. We talked about this with Stan. A lot of the guys in state, because but Stan's concerned with the current classes, you got a lot of out-of-state guys. Will they stay committed? Will they actually sign? That's a legitimate concern, right? I think if LSU gets into the season and starts playing well and wins uh, 9-10 games and looks like a program that has kind of turned itself around, some of these in-state guys who are currently committed to other places are going to circle the wagons and come back home. Are going to circle the wagons and come back home. Because it does work both ways. You could lose guys who were committed to you to other schools, but you could also gain them too. I remember back in the day, where was Ryan Perlou first committed? It wasn't LSU. It was to Texas. And then, you know, Les Miles comes in and kind of saves the day, swoops in, and he secured that commitment. Now, it ended up not working out, but it's just case in point. It was a Louisiana guy who was committed to one school and then ended up circling back to LSU after he built a better relationship with the player and with the, with the new coach, rather. Brian Kelly's going to keep working on those guys. Five-star safety from Westgate is going to keep working on him. He's a Texas guy now. That could change. And conversely to that, Texas has all these guys lined up right now. If they go 7-5, and 8-4, and four, and they struggle, they're going to lose some of them guys. They're commitments. They're not signees. They're commitments. They're not all the way on board just yet. Next prediction that I'm going to make is actually be the last one. Um, I think that we're going to see little to no movement continue to happen on both the Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving trades, and I think that we're going to actually see a lot of movement on the Donovan Mitchell trade situation. Donovan Mitchell is going to be the star player that's going to get traded this offseason. Durant ain't going anywhere. Kyrie's not going anywhere. The asking price from the Nets is too high, and the Nets have too good of a team to deal with that. Just run it back. You got a chance to win it all. So I think over the weekend we're going to see the talks for Mitchell rev up. Miami maybe get involved. New York's going to get involved. Maybe a couple of the other teams get involved. And we're going to hear nothing on Duran and Kyrie. But I, I think that any talks of that or any possibility of that are dead in the water. And then yesterday with the Suns making the decision to match the Pacers' $133 million offer sheet to DeAndre Ayton, the Suns don't have the resources now to trade for Kevin Durant. They can't make it work cap-wise. They have to trade Devin Booker now to make it work because by signing that contract or matching that contract, Aiton now has a no-trade clause until like February or something like that. So he would have had to be included in any Durant deal to make the salaries match. Now he can't be part of that process. And it really hamstrings the Suns. Now if they want to get Kevin Durant, they have to trade either Booker or Chris Paul, and then that defeats the whole purpose of wanting Kevin Durant to be in there anyway. So I think those talks are going to be nil, nothing, and maybe revisited the trade deadline. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's going to be staying in Brooklyn. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to make some betting picks, hopefully win some folks some money, and then we'll get out of here, and we'll have to go and try to survive the Armageddon that is outside. Thank you so much, weatherman, for letting us know that there's only a 30% chance of rain today. 30% chance, my foot. 30% chance that there's going to get six inches of rain today. Anyway, let me not get angry again. It's play-by-play on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE. 
102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. Tiger Rag, three-time Home Depot Coach of the Year, two-time AP College Football Coach of the Year, 11 seasons at Notre Dame, two college football playoff appearances, and now the head coach of the LSU Tigers, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. What the fadizzle? I know LSU fans will love Brian I'm Kelly. I'm excited. Success follows him everywhere he goes. All he does is win. The winningest coach in Notre Dame history. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there as LSU ushers in a new era on the gridiron. He wants to win a championship. His plan to take this program to the next level I be is the same as ours. Under the bright lights. Not here to taste success. I want to be He's here to sustain on the Broadway stage. Shows where LSU is as a program right now. We have a lot of talent and a lot of talent coming in. Super excited. <laughs> I want the fans here early, tailgating and having a great time and and filling the stadium and being enthusiastic. Find Tiger Rag on newsstands and online at TigerRag.com. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Get ready, Gritter, New Orleans area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Train Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant Background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Show hours 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 till 5 on Sunday. Come to the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the $50 restaurant gift card. See you there at the big one. Sure as shooting, don't miss it. One segment to go, and it'll be a short segment on play-by-play. Casey Gisclair here. We want to thank our sponsors one more time for allowing us to be here today. 
We are so grateful for the Blue Boot Rodeo. We are so grateful for Southland Dodge and Homa Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Two friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off the only all natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. One more reminder. Join us on Saturdays at 10 o'clock for the Sports Corner presented by Terrebonne General Health System with Stan Gravois and myself for the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts. That's sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Now, let's get some betting picks and then we'll get out of here and go and try to brave the massive wind, uh, rain, wind and rainstorm. Really easy for me to say. That's why I can't be a weatherman, right? Uh, The massive wind and rainstorm that's outside. The first betting pick we got today, I like over seven runs for the Brewers and the Giants. Um, Yesterday, with a pair of aces throwing, with Rodon versus Burns, the team scored five. Today, with a pair of not aces throwing, with Brandon Woodruff and Alex Wood, I think we'll see the teams have a little bit more offense. Baseball players always say that the day after you see an elite-level ace pitcher is the best day to hit because you could see uh, the the spin better and you're in a better position to hit. You're more focused after facing that ace. I think that there's going to be a little bit of offense today between the Brewers and the Giants. The next pick that I have today will come from, which one am I going to give you? Nope, I'm not going to take that one. I'm going to go, yeah, I told you earlier in the show, I'm going to take the Blue Jays. And I'm going to cover the run line, which is minus one and a half. I'm going to probably even cover the minus two and a half run line against the Royals. The Royals are too shorthanded. They're throwing Zach Grinke. He's been actually pretty good as of late. But with Alec Manoa throwing on the mound, I don't think that Kansas City is going to really score at all. So I like Toronto to make it happen today and get the win. And quite frankly, to make amends for yesterday, they embarrassed themselves yesterday. Toronto is too talented of a roster to be losing to Kansas City's AAA affiliate, which is basically what they did yesterday. So give me the Blue Jays to get the win over the Royals. Lastly, I like over nine runs between the Braves and the Nationals today. Um, Yesterday's game between the teams had nine runs, and it was a better pitching matchup both ways. Today we've got Ian Anderson, who hadn't been good, against Patrick Corbin, who certainly hadn't been good. Patrick Corbin, though he's been better lately, he recently faced the Braves, and got kind of tomahawked a little bit. He gave up four runs in six innings. Atlanta hammers left-handed pitching, of which Patrick Corbin is a lefty. I think the Braves are going to carry most of that offense. I think they're going to score six or seven runs on their own, uh, and which means the Nationals just have to do a little bit of legwork in between to cover the numbers. So those are the three that I like today. Let's wrap up today. Sincerely, I thank Chandler Guitros, Mustang Mike Beetle, and Damian St. Pierre for their time. We had three really good calling guests today. Cannot wait for next week. We will continue to keep the train rolling, talking some sports, getting everybody fired up for the upcoming um, weeks and months ahead. We've got so much that is about to be happening. It's about ready to be such an exciting time. And we've only got to endure about the next two or three weeks or so before it's all right here on our doorsteps. This is Casey Jiskler wrapping up. If you're doing something this weekend, stay safe. To our Lady Flash team out in Florida, bring it home. Go get it done. I believe in you all. I know you all are the best team out there. Bring home the championship. I cannot wait to write about your successful championship endeavors. To everybody else who's doing something over the weekend, stay safe. 
Stay dry. All that good stuff. God bless you all. Casey just clear wrapping up. You've been listening to Play by Play. We'll be back at it on Monday. Help. I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. Help. You know I need someone.